Hey guys, Ryan Rieger here, guest hosting for Jim Cockrum on the Silent Sales Machine radio podcast. So excited to do this again. It's an honor, uh, Jim. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to help interview some of these awesome success stories we have in our community. And guys, here's another one. Christy Hertzler, a good friend of mine. I've known her for several years now. Such a sweetheart. And she has an awesome story. If you think that you can't do this business for whatever reason, you have a physical challenge, a health challenge, a financial challenge, whatever it might be, Christy is going to bust that right now because she has some very serious health challenges that she uh, deals with. And she and her husband are on pace to do $300,000 this year in sales on Amazon. Incredible. And she does it with replens. We'll talk about that with Christy. She's also going to help you with mindset because I know some of you are struggling. You have all the courses, you have the resources, you're in the group, but somehow something is not clicking. You're just not able to see the success that you want to have. And Christy and I chat with about that because mindset is so super important. So let's get into this interview with Christy. Christy, welcome to the Silent Sales Machine radio podcast. So excited to have you. Thanks for doing this with me. Thank you so much for having me. I am so honored that you thought of me for this episode, and I'm just really, really happy to be here. Of course, you're one of my favorite people in the whole Amazon world. I could not, could not ask you. I have to ask you to do this because you're such an encourager. We're going to get into mindset, but first, tell me about your story. I am first of all super excited that you thought of me with doing this um, podcast. First of all, and thank you so much for that. It's an interesting process that I've gone through over the last five years. Mm -hmm. um, I first heard about Amazon and e-commerce in 2015, in August of 2015. And, you know, like a lot of us, I've been on, done multiple business ventures, starting when my kids were small, actually. You know, I, my husband worked for the church. We, we were really poor and mm -hmm. needed to bring in some extra income. And, but we, it was really our biggest desire for us to have a stay at home mom or to stay at home parent. And so, yeah, I, I've always been looking for, you know, ways to add extra income. And I happened to be on somebody's mailing list and, and heard about uh, retail arbitrage. And I thought, okay, mm -hmm. we'll give it a go. Started in August of 2015 thinking, you know, if I can make an extra 500 bucks by Christmas, yeah. I will be able to contribute to, you know, our household, which will be awesome and make me feel good. And we ended up doing about $30,000 worth of gross sales between August and December. Wow. And I was just like hooked. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like everything. You start a new venture and you're like, okay, I believe that this will work. I do. Mm -hmm. I believe that yeah. this will work. But there's always that little niggle in the back of your head that's saying, okay, but I need to have some proof here because I've tried right. other things before and, and I thought they were going to work and they sometimes they did and sometimes sure. they didn't. Sure. And so then I was just like, okay, I need to really pay attention to this and, you know, maybe start treating it like a business. Yeah. And so, so that was, that was my introduction, so to speak, to e-commerce. Um, and, and I actually, I do like to touch on a little aspect of that, that might be a, a little bit unusual from other people's uh, stories of how they uh -huh. started when their e-commerce world in that I have multiple sclerosis and I was, I was diagnosed in 1999 and I do really well. You know, I, I was really, I've been very blessed. Um, with getting treatment right away. It was awesome. Mm -hmm. But it just so happened that at the beginning of 2015, I had uh, been told by my neurologist that I was at really high risk for developing a brain disease that's fatal like 70% of the time. 
Wow. And so, you know, most people might take that piece of information and maybe bury their head in the sand, but I started a new business because that's what you do, right? <laughs> it's you- like, you know, I'm the ultimate optimist here. And it's like, right. no, you know, I wanted to be able to have a legacy. You know, it's like, I yeah. didn't, I didn't want to, if, if that was the path that I was going to walk, I didn't want to leave anything on the table. You know what I mean? And so I started business. And so coming into that end of that year, and I saw that things were working, it was just like, you know, Hey, I want to really pay attention to this. And I learned a couple of things. Um, first of all, the importance of knowing your numbers, because mm-hmm. um, I had a lot of great sales, but I had been taught the you know, scan, 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 throw it at the wall, see what sticks method. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really end up with very much money in my pocket, you know, at the end mm-hmm. of that. And the other thing that was uh, important to me was, was being in a community and a group that where I felt like people really cared about each other and they really yeah. were serving each other. Yeah. And, you know, at some point I had signed up for Jim Cochran's My Silent Team. And so it would come mm-hmm. up on my newsfeed and I kept on hearing all this stuff mm-hmm. about, um, about, MST and I was like, well, what's MST? And you know, I saw these things and what's PAC? And it's I like, thought it might be another multiple right? And I'm like, okay, well, so it was just it was kind <laughs> of a bringing together of a bunch of different things. Right. And so I thought, you know, I'm going to go in and actually spend some time in this group yeah. and discovered just this really great group of people that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that really had servants' hearts and, and really truly desired for people to be successful mm-hmm. and were, and had, were, had great integrity. And, and of course it was through that, that I had the blessing and I do call it a blessing because I, you are such a dear friend to me now. And yeah. so, but to meet you and then through you to meet Danny stock. And then uh-huh. I, I kind of transitioned into spending more of my time in the legends group. Yeah. And it was through that process then that I, you know, I took that start back in 2015. Yeah. And now uh, we're, we're on track and I know this might not be the biggest numbers that people have heard or the smallest numbers that people heard. Mm-hmm. I've heard, but we're on track to do probably about 300,000 in sales this year. That's incredible. Uh, just from Amazon, uh, just from the Amazon piece of our business. Yeah. But most importantly than that, Ryan, is that we are putting money in our pocket. It's not I just, it. you know, that's not this big number that you can just throw around and people are like, Ooh, ah, I want to do that too. You know, it's really where we've learned the process of really putting money in our pocket. So that's what? kind of, that's kind of my journey. You know? Yeah. Congratulations uh, on that. And 300,000 is a really big number. I know there's people that are doing more and there's people that are doing a lot less than that, but that is a great number. That means you're doing really well. Yeah. And tell us about what your business looks like. I know there's all these different ways to do it. Retail arbitrage, online arbitrage. We're talking about replens a lot in the legends group. What does that 300K look like? That is almost exclusively replens. Wow. And that was one of those things that, you know, when we first uh, started in, and I say we now, this little back backstory. Now I'm married to the most wonderful man in the world. We, we just celebrated our 36th wedding anniversary, but he's not an entrepreneur, was never an entrepreneur. He always supported me, but that was never his thing. But now, now after Legends, he has really gotten connected with our business. Yeah. Now it's our business and we get to do it together. Mm. So when I say we, it's my husband and I. Um, but when we first came into Legends, you know, like I said, I was doing mostly RA, doing some OA. I had uh, started dabbling in print on demand and doing mm. some bundles and those types of things. Um, but it was through joining Legends that I really discovered about reverse sourcing mm-hmm. and the real beauty of replants. And you you had given me a great opportunity at the beginning to share some of what our process was using DNA's method. And you know we did a couple of webinars and, and things on replenishables. 
and and just really discovered the the beauty and the simplicity mm-hmm. of building a list of products that you can just you know it's like it's like a grocery list you know you right. can just write down your list of uh, uh, things that you need to buy and go and pick them up right. and then ship them in or go to your prep center or whatever your business model is and and it just is it's what we needed is stability I think that's the key Ryan we needed yeah. stability. You know, my husband as the non-entrepreneur, you know, he needed stability. You know, he needed to see not just the income, but needed the stability. Sure. And so for us, the really key thing about replenishables is that it's stable, it's straightforward, and it doesn't rely on, you know, it really doesn't rely on other people like parents' aisles or sales Mm -hmm. or or things that are easy for people to find because of ones that you're going to run into the race. To yeah. the and these are full price items. These aren't like clearance items. No, no. Yeah. And and we've actually followed that bunny trail down where we have a, a good share of replenishable items now that we have, have kind of backtracked down to the source. Love and it. So you're going great, wholesale now. Oh yeah. 100%. And it's, it's talk about, talk about a great way to go. Uh-huh. Be able to just send in your order. They yeah. talk picking it up and then you're good to go. And that's it's beautiful. Awesome. So yeah, yeah, that's 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 our basic. Business. I've heard people say that um, that like comparing Walmart to the wholesale prices, that sometimes Walmart is just as cheap. Yeah. But the benefit of what you're doing, even if you, even if what you're buying at a wholesale price is as is the same price as Walmart, it means that you're not having to get a case at a time or twelve at a time or three if that's all they have on the shelf. You're able to buy a whole pallet if you want to. And I can tell them how many I need. I can go in and say, I need this number. And that's yeah. what they supply to me. And so, it, and Walmart's great. You know, that I don't, you know, I don't have anything against Walmart. It's a great way to do sure. business. But if you can track your, those sources back further, mm-hmm. you can sometimes get better pricing. Like so, uh, Amazon or Amazon Walmart is very much like, can be very much like wholesale pricing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you are at the mercy of what, you know, what they want to supply to you. But, sure. The other thing too, though, is that, you know, we've gone back to our wholesale suppliers and understand that they're picky in our case about who they're selling to. And so I don't have to worry as much either about how many other people can get that same deal because we are working with more exclusive arrangements with our wholesale suppliers or know that they are very limited in who they're selling to. And that adds another layer of security to what our business model sure. is. Sure. What kind of, you know, I know you're not going to ask you for products, but what types of categories are you selling in? Um, we are mostly in grocery. We are mostly yeah. in grocery right now. Um, and that's where the bulk of our business okay. is. Um, we do sell in other categories as well. And we are working on getting right now, actually working on, uh, first of all, both a, a private label product. Mm-hmm. And also we do office supplies as another area that we like to delve mm-hmm. into. Um, we actually don't do, in the beginning, we did a lot of toys. Um, now we don't do nearly as much with toys as we used to, not for any particular reason. It's just the sure. way our, our business has evolved. Yeah. Um, I would say primarily grocery. Incredible. That is awesome. 300,000. Well, I know we were talking right before we started recording and we're talking about the effect of the pandemic on your business. What's that, what's that done for your business? Uh, to I, your business? Yes. Yeah. It's been crazy. Um, it's been crazy busy. And and I, as I was sharing with you, a li- it has been a little bit of a struggle for us in one way and a real blessing in mm-hmm. another. You know, we, we have been very blessed in that, you know, because I have an Amazon business and I work from home 
you know, having the stay-at-home requirements didn't really affect us too much. The other benefit of wholesale suppliers, by the way, yeah. is that the, the, when we did need to go out, it was just directly to our supplier and directly back home. And yeah. so that was a real blessing for us um, to be able to do that. My husband already worked from home three days a week. And so, you know, a lot of that didn't change for us. But I did struggle just a little bit with the fact that our business really exploded because mm-hmm. we were selling products that were in demand. Right. Um, we did not do any of the PPE stuff. We stayed away sure. from any of the categories that could have been, you know, a little bit more scary, depending on, you know, on what your risk tolerance is. Which right. right. So we are selling uh, products that, you know, were really flying off, off the shelf. But I did have to go through a little bit of a process of, it's like, how can I feel so excited and happy about this huge amount of sales that we're having mm-hmm. when, you know, when, it, when it's at the expense you know, of, of people that are, are suffering and really being challenged. Mm-hmm. And I had to come to a place of understanding that, you know, where we're coming from in our business is that we're really designed to serve people yep. and we're trying to just to serve people well. And by supplying them with a product that they weren't going to be able to get from their local stores, you know, we were continuing serving that. We personally did not adjust our prices at all. We kept everything the same. Mm-hmm. And we actually, I think I shared this in the legends group, um, we had our our last year's sales at the beginning of June this year. Like the, our sales for all of twenty, wow. we hit in June of this year. So in five months, you yes. made what you made last year, all last year. Mm-hmm. Incredible. And we, we're not even in Q four yet. You know. No. What do you think Q four is going to? I know this is just a guess. Just throwing, just want to get your opinion. What do you think Q four is going to look like this year? I think it's going to. I. You know, it's funny. It's funny you ask that because. It's like people that are new to Amazon and new to e-commerce, new to to, to selling online. Uh-huh. You know, they always ask, "Oh, we hear all about Q4. What is what? What's it like?" And it's like yeah. for me, it's kind of like childbirth. I can tell you all about it, but until you experience <laughs> it yourself, you're really not going to really understand what it is. But you know, right. and then every year it seems like I learn more, and yet I'm still surprised by certain things. Yeah. And for this year, I think that Q4 is going to be almost like the first Q4 for me again, and that okay. there's going to be pieces of it that we're not even going to really understand yeah. you know, or be prepared for. I think there will, that our Q4 sales will be the best that we've ever uh, seen because mm. um, we don't know for sure you know, how people are going to be impacted, first of all, if sure. there's going to be you know, additional uh, restrictions come the fall or anything like that. So mm. there's that piece. And then the other piece of it is that there are people that weren't shopping online before that now suddenly are like, oh, you know, this is, I like this. You know, I like being able to just go there and push Mm -hmm. a button, show up at my door. And so I think we're going to have a lot more buyers that we wouldn't necessarily have had a year ago um, that we're going to be having now because they've been introduced to this new, you You know, things come to your door. So I think it's really going to be a, it's going to be a wild ride. And I think there's going to be a huge amount of opportunity um, for people to do really, really well financially. Totally is. What would you tell them, the newer person or somebody who's not at your level yet to what would they, what should they be doing to get ready for Q4 right now? I know we don't teach in the legends group to, oh, let's go out and buy all these monopoly games and hold them because they're going to increase in value. Well, they might, but that's, that's like gambling. That's not what we teach. So what, what would be your advice for being prepared for Q4 right now? 
and this would be specifically to people that are new, although I think this actually carries across to all of us. Um, first of all, don't wait, you know, don't wait to start because there is some preparation that needs to go into, you know, having your inventory in Amazon, you know, several, at least a couple months ahead of time mm-hmm. and, and making sure that, you know, you know, have an idea of what your sources are and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the main thing I would tell though, people that are new is focus on one area of your business. Uh, for us, that would be reverse sourcing and replenishables, particularly if you're new, yeah. because that is the most stable business model, in my opinion. And you are it's the most likely that you're not going to end up like I did my first year, where you might have a ton of sales, but end up in the hole because you didn't yeah. make buying decisions. And so you need to pick one thing. And if you are not settled on anything, replens and reverse sourcing are the way to go. Make sure that you understand the Keepa graph really, really well because yeah. Keepa graph is your best friend to making best, you know, good buying decisions. And start making your plans now. Start planning now. Either setting aside monetary resources, setting aside specific time for learning and training, and make sure that you are uh, focused just on those areas of your business. You know, it's shiny object syndrome. You know, we all have it. It's really easy to to start seeing it's like, oh, I could do this with this the, my business. So I could do that with my business. And you can do all of those things. Yeah. Um, but I think particularly for this year, because I think we are going to see a really phenomenal fourth quarter, mm-hmm. focus on that one thing, yeah. make sure you master it. And that if you can start to outsource it, make sure that your resources are, are in place and are starting to get in place now and uh, start early and make sure that you're prepared. Those would probably be my- That's great advice. I was on a a call with Jimmy last night and asked him what he would say, Jimmy Smith. Guys, he's with the Proven Replen course. You can get, there'll be a link in the show notes for that. She's mentioned a couple of resources, the Legends Group and the Proven Replen course. Awesome. And uh, Jimmy said the same thing, Chrissy. He said that he would uh, focus on replens. And And I would highly recommend that course too, by the way. Sorry to interrupt, but I would highly recommend that course. I think Jimmy and Brittany both are talking, I said this before, I wanted to work with people that are servants, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they are servant hearted people with vast knowledge. The The course is awesome. So if anybody, yeah. if you haven't heard about it, you go research it. If you've been on the fence, get off. Because, yeah. Sorry, and that might seem a little bit bold for me. But no, get off the fence. Get off the fence because it's... Yep. it's and the way to go. Sorry. Yeah. And so that's at provenamazoncourse.com forward slash replens and legends groups, provenamazoncourse.com forward slash legends. Mm-hmm. Christy, I want to talk, I can't talk to you without talking about mindset because yeah. that's something that, that you are passionate about. That's something that you're just so good at helping people. Let's say like you obviously deal with some challenges that some people don't mm-hmm. and you've been able to overcome them. And you're really good at helping people do the same thing and encourage them. You're an encourager by nature. You do it in our legends group. And I know Stephen Hibbert on that other call we had earlier this week calls you like his, like the mom of of print on demand or his his Amazon mom. It feels like that. You just are an encourager. And I love that about you. So we got to talk about mindset and I want everybody to look at this episode and see, man, if she can do this, with some of the things that she's dealing with guys. And there's absolutely no excuse why you can't do the same. Yeah. And so let's talk about mindset for a minute and just go. And then we'll, we'll I'll, maybe I'll ask something else related to it, but you have a coaching business out of this too. And you're just fantastic at this topic. Oh, thank you. It, and it is, it is actually really near and dear to my heart. And it's because it's a, something that we kind of make some assumptions on for starters 
I mean, and, and I see this particularly when we're dealing with people that are not just people that are new to their mm-hmm. business as well, by the way, it's actually people that even are further into their business and maybe are just not seeing the success that they need, but mm-hmm. taking a step back, you know, when I first found out that I had multiple sclerosis, that is a challenge, you know, that, that there are, there are certain restrictions that I have on myself or that could, I could have on myself if I really lived in that place of, I have this, you know, disease that, you know, there's no cure for it, it's progressive and all those things. And my neurologist, one of, he told me this when I first got my diagnosis, he said, you know, one of the best things you have going for you is your, is your attitude, is your mindset. Absolutely. And it's because my attitude was one of, okay, now I know what I'm dealing with. What do I do about it? You know? And that's where mindset comes into play. When you're handed a certain set of circumstances mm-hmm. or you're living a certain set of circumstances and you're unable to, to move beyond the, those, mm-hmm. those circumstances, a lot of times it has more to do with mindset than the situation. You know, right. it, we, we say this a lot, actually, it's like what have the circumstances that are handed to you in your life, they really don't determine your success or failure. Right. It's how you respond to it. And mm-hmm. that has a lot to do with mindset. And so the reason that I talk about mindset a lot is because I actually deal with a lot of people who they have, and we've talked about this, they have access to the same training. They have access to the same resources. They have access to the the same amount of knowledge. And yet some people are successful and some people are not, um, or as not as successful as what they think that they should be. Mm -hmm. And so many times it, it, that goes back to not about those items, like the resources and knowledge, it goes back to mindset and the stories that we tell ourselves. And that's really what mindset is about, you know? Mindset is kind of a broad term and we can put any kind of connotation to it that we really want to put to it. Mm-hmm. But for me and my interpretation of mindset, it's a collection of the stories that we tell ourselves. Mm-hmm. And if we are telling ourselves false stories, that really can determine what our reality is. And in, in actually, in a lot of cases, it does determine what our yeah. reality is. And so if your mindset is one of, where even subconsciously you're thinking or telling yourself, you know what, I can't, I don't think I can do this. This is never going to happen for me. I'm not smart enough. Any, any kind of negative voice that you're telling yourself, mm-hmm. that's going to come out and, and what your reality is in right, many, right. many cases. And so when I deal, when I deal with clients, when I'm, I'm working with people, when I'm working as an encourager in groups, it has a lot to do with the fact that I would like to really expand people's thought processes mm-hmm. on what they need to work on in order to find success. So mm-hmm. it is important, like we talked about, it is important for Q4 to be able to, you know, to find like one thing that you're working on, mm-hmm. it replens or reverse sourcing and mastering the keep a chart, getting your resources in place. Those are important, but you also need to set goals and you need to set goals that are realistic to you. Yeah. And you also need to make sure that you're ma- you're being mindful of your mindset because you can put all of those things in place. Mm-hmm. And if your subconscious story is telling you that you cannot be successful, you mm-hmm. may find yourself self-sabotaging yourself and mm-hmm. not finding the level of success that you think that you should yeah. be. And so that's why I, I really focus on that a lot. My story in life could have been very, very different if it wasn't yeah. mindset. You know, totally. I, grow up in a, you know, in a, a great home environment. Mm-hmm. And if I hadn't spent my entire life 
wanting to be different and mm-hmm. wanting to be a, a, a different type of person than what I could have been and dealing with my mindset, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be in the success that I'm having. Absolutely. So you've established that it's important. So let's talk to those people who feel like, yeah, that might be me. Like I've, I've had PAC for five years. Mm-hmm. I'm in the replen course. Maybe you've bought every single thing that Jim's team ever comes out with but you're still not seeing the success that Christy and her husband and Jimmy and Brittany and all these other ones that you're seeing. And you see these posts and like, man, why is that not me? Um, speak to that person. How do you help them get over that hump and see themselves differently? Yeah. Or tell them, they were, tell themselves the right stories, the truth about who they are. And that's it right there. You need to tell yourself the truth about what you are and what you can do. And there's many different ways to do that. I mean, there, there's lots of different trainings and courses and, mm-hmm. and ways that you can work on your mindset for sure. But for me, it goes down to really understanding. And, you know, this is going to sound so cliche-ish because these things we've heard before, uh-huh. but you have to think about your goals for starters. Mm-hmm. You know, start there. What is your goal? And then you start asking yourself some questions. And Ryan, if you don't mind, I'm actually going to just, uh, I'm going to use you as an example. Yeah. Pretend like I'm one of those who's struggling in this area you that is struggling right now. Yeah, let's do it. So I would, the first question I would ask you is like, okay, so you want to start an e-commerce business. You know, what, what's your goal? Mm. What are you hoping to achieve? Yeah, I would say most people, I mean, everybody, they want to make some extra money. So let's say for me, it's, um, you know, gosh, I, I'm at a job that I just, I hate. And, and if my son needs braces. It's Callan, you know, Callan's three. He's not ready for that, but let's pretend he's eight needs braces. <laughs> and uh, he's going to need that soon. And that's going to be like two grand. And I don't, I live paycheck to paycheck. So I need something that can help me. I don't need to be like Brittany and Jimmy and Brittany are making $200,000 a month in sales on Amazon. I need to make 500 extra dollars a month. And that would be a huge difference for me and my family. So that's my goal. I want to make extra money. That's your goal. So you want to make extra money. And so, and see, this is, this is one of those things you, I know you do vision boards and so, and, and it it is apparent by what you're talking about here, because you can see beyond just the overarching, the the main thing, which is making more money. But I would go, I would come back to you and I would say, okay, so if you were able to make some extra money, Mm -hmm. what would that look like for you? How would that help you? Oh man. Um, I would say it would, it would change my life because okay, this is just pretending as I would, every night my wife and I fight about money. You know, in most marriages, that's the biggest thing. And in the army, it's not, thank God it's not, but it's, uh, for a lot of people, it's money. So I might, if I'm the pretend guy you're talking to, it's, yeah, we fight about money. It's stressful. And so if we had even just 500 extra dollars a month, uh, that would probably eliminate 99% of our arguments. And so it'd be a happier home life. Yeah. And a happy wife equals a happy life. Yeah, that's what they say. Anyway. <laughs> and I agree with that one too, by the way. That's right. So in, if you weren't fighting anymore and you had that mm. peace in your household, yeah. would that make your life better? Oh man, I'd be excited to come home at night because then I'm not going to be fighting about the bills that are stacking up from the mail. It would uh, carry over to just, I would feel like I'd have more, uh, more peace would be, I, I would... Uh, more time with my, my son. I wouldn't feel like I'd have to be looking for extra side jobs to do if I had money coming in. Um, but the biggest one, it would be just the effect it would have on our marriage, the, that extra, the, that piece in there. Because again, it's, uh, it's all about the, if our fights are regarding money, then it would uh, eliminate that. So 
and we could go on and do, and I do go on by the way, and we could go on and do this for another 45 or 60 minutes. Uh And what we're doing in this process is Mm -hmm. we're actually getting down to what the core things are, the core Mm -hmm. of it, because we can say things like we, you know, we want to make some extra money. Mm-hmm. But if we haven't really determined why that's important, I like yeah. it, I mean, the root reasons why that's important, sure. the ones that, that you have to dig a little bit for, that's when it makes it easy for us to give up and for mm-hmm. us to say, you know, at the first obstacle or barrier that we run into, you know, that, that overall I need to make more money isn't enough. It's not right. enough to get. And so again, speaking the mindset, it goes back to, we, we know the surface things. Mm-hmm. Mindset are the things that are deeper. There again, these stories that we tell ourselves. So along that way, you might be telling yourself a story. I know that this business is not going the way that I want it to. I'm not bringing in the money that I want to. My mm-hmm. my wife and I are going to be fighting about this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just going to make it really hard for us to be able to yeah. do that. Now I don't believe I can do it anymore. Yeah, those, those are the stories subconsciously most times. Yeah, or it might be like that. This is the fifth thing I've tried, and I've tried. she's she's telling me this one's not going to work either. You're a, a failure and. <laughs> That's right. And it's like, and those are the stories, like I said, they get stuck in our head. And if we don't start rooting them out for starters, that's one thing. Um, Those are the things that can affect, like you were talking about people that have had PAC for five years and are still stuck in the same place. I can almost guarantee you that there's a story in there Mm. somewhere that that is keeping them from finding the level of success that they need because the, the process of it is pretty straightforward. You know, we, we do have to be careful too. And I talk about this a lot as well about grace, giving ourselves grace mm-hmm. um, and also about a lottery mindset, you know, where we want everything to happen overnight. Sure. And so it's like, you know, we're like, okay, I'm going to start this business. I have a hundred dollars to invest. And by the end of this first next 30 days, I'm going to have $10,000 in income because that's what, mm-hmm. you know, the sponsored ads and everything tell me can right. happen. You know, and we set ourselves up for failure with that. And so that's, you know, that's that lottery mindset that comes into that as well. Um, But again, everything is tied into mindset. And so, you know, if you're not finding the levels of success that you want, you know, you have to start thinking about what those stories are. Going back to your your pretend person that you were talking about, because we know that you and Elaine have a wonderful marriage. So this is not you, but we would be talking about those core things and what Mm -hmm. you were really starting to get down to is your wife and your marriage were important to you. Peace yeah. was important to you. Your son was important to you. Mm-hmm. That, that's a whole lot bigger than just, yeah. I want more money. Yeah. And I think that that's, so again, that's digging down into your thought processes and your mindset. And on, honestly, to be really honest with you, Ryan, if we were, if we would continue down that path, mm-hmm. to find it was getting harder and harder to answer, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, I'm not really sure when you get to those places, that's when you're starting to dive into where the stories are. Okay. You know, or where the belief systems are, or where the fears mm-hmm. are, yeah. And, and so those are all the all, those are all the pieces of your mindset that, if you aren't aware of them, or if you don't dig them out, can really impede your process and your ability to find the success that you want. I well, might have tangent yeah. there a little bit, and so I'm sorry if I didn't really answer. No, that's good stuff. Are there any resources you have that, that you recommend, like any books you've read, or that the folks who are like, "That's me. I need this." They want to go further in it. Wow, that's a good question. Um, well, the Bible for yeah. start. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's go back to the easy one. That's um, right. It's easy for me. I shouldn't say it like that because for not everybody was. I didn't grow up in a church family. Sure. And so for other people that may not have grown up in a church family or that's not part of their, you know, their their the way they live right now, 
you might not understand why we can kind of chuckle about that a little bit as that's an obvious choice because I rely very heavily on what the word tells me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that it, to me is a great resource. Boy, I can't even think of one right now, Ryan. I'm going to have to get back. Well, you named the best one. It's okay. Let yeah. me know if you can think of any others and I'll put, uh, have them put it in the show notes as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's like, I am just throwing a total blank right now, honestly. Yeah. And guys, Christy's in the MST group. Feel free to ping her if you have questions about this type of stuff because, and there's other people that can kind of help you out too with this topic. And um, because this is something that people deal with on a, a real level. And we're not, this is not about just helping you with your Amazon business. We love you, care about you, and we want to see you thrive. And if it's, it may not be another course that's going to gift you over the hump. It may just be like, you just got to realize that you are valuable and then you can do this and you need to tell yourself different stories than what you've been saying for the last 20 years. Yeah. That's that grace thing that comes in, right? You know what? This is a phrase that I say often is that when you're in that place where you're in overwhelm and it's just like, Mm -hmm. and you're not even really sure what your next step is going to be and you don't believe in yourself, that's where you need to give yourself grace because it is so easy for us. And, and this is this is men and women alike. You know, it's so easy to see the best in everybody else and and compare ourselves to that while we're seeing the worst in ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important that you give yourself grace. And so when you're in that place, I really, really recommend to just take a step back, take a right. really deep breath, give yourself some peace and remember grace that's because good. that's really important. Love it. That's a great place to jump off. Christy, thank you so much for being on with me. Very much appreciate it. It's going to help a lot of people. Glad to be here. I am. And thank you for thinking of me too, by the way. I really appreciate that. Of course. Glad to have you on again. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.